0: Yo, yo, yo. This is like my new thing into introducing myself, but it's EJ. And <laughs> Luana's here too. And it's the ATL Watering Hole. <laughs> so y'all, we, we're here for another episode of the ATL Watering Hole. And uh, we were kind of like off, off a camera, or off screen, or off recording, trying to figure out uh, what we wanted to focus on. Because everyone's been talking about this video going around uh, by the I guess Keith Samuels who decided to well he didn't decide the, the young lady called into him because apparently she listens to his show and uh, he gave her some uh, really harsh or a dose of reality as it relates to dating in your lane right um I think
1: I think she called on the wrong day she called yes she did
0: she did she started started off on the wrong foot but But before we get into that let's go we got to go to our through our segment it's a vibe
1: yes um so the it's a vibe this week goes out to Mackenzie scott Mm -hmm. who is the ex-wife of jeff bezos um so for those of you who don't know these names um, right, right. The Amazon, the man, the owner of Amazon. Oh, um, it's like people
0: know exactly who we talking about now. because yeah. I'm sure you <laughs> ordered something from Amazon within the last couple of weeks. Oh, I live <laughs> on my Prime. Yes, I do. I so do. I
1: was just scrolling, you know, on my feed, and I saw that she donated a large sum of money um, to HBCUs. Woo! And. Being that I am a proud HBCU graduate, Jackson State, shout out. Shout out. Me, I
0: love. Several of my cousins have gone there. Yeah, I was excited to hear that. I was
1: excited to hear, you know, someone with money trying to give back. Um, However, when we read a little deeper, I think the article went into detail about the select universities and colleges she chose to donate to. Um, I'm actually going to try to pull it up. Let's see. Because I can't remember, but I know it was like the main ones.
0: The main ones that we're used to hearing of. I'm actually putting pulling it up right now. And it says that she donated to the Thurgood Marshall College Fund, the United Negro College Fund, Hampton University, Howard University, Morehouse College, Spelman College, Tuskegee University, and Xavier Lu- uh, University of Louisiana. So,
1: and so all of those are awesome universities and colleges, I'm sure. Um, and we're you. not knocking
0: it, but we just yeah. wish that she had given to... Some of the other schools that we don't hear about as much.
1: Right. Spread a little love. Um, and I'm not just saying that because I graduated from Jackson State. I'm saying that because there are a plethora of HBCUs all across the US. And um, even if you do a large sum donation of four point two billion, if you would just spread that out and disperse. It would help so much among yeah. If you could go down the list and not necessarily select which college or university and just Evenly disperse the funds. It would help tremendously, tremendously. because
0: so many universities yeah. are have faced uh, whether or not to close the doors because they do not have enough money coming in the doors. And again, no uh, taking nothing away from these universities, but many of them, especially Morehouse, from what I've heard, is quite expensive.
1: <laughs> yeah, and and even the ones that don't get you know the recognition or the high notoriety, like some of the others, they're still doing the work. They're you know, doing work. They're still the work. giving making a difference in some young person's life. I mean, my experience was everything. I wouldn't take anything away from it. It was necessary. It was beautiful. Um, It's it's one of those things you kind of have to be there. (laughs) But I will say that, even, you know, Jackson State's campus has grown tremendously since I've been there, but I do see the importance and the necessity in having those funds so that you can have the cap open 24-7 or so right. that you can do the work in updating the dorms so that we as Black people are, you know, getting our education, but then also not feeling like it's, I guess, almost, what, less than mm-hmm. a predominantly white mm-hmm. institution's experience right.
0: because, you know, Right, but again, all of these universities um, are deserving. So we again, this is a vibe. We appreciate. We thank you,
1: McKenzie. Thank you, McKenzie. Thank for you for the coins, girl. It's a vibe, so. And you know, she got a few more. She got a few more coins. You so must. perhaps she'll Just a little hear bit, this. You know.
0: And, and get inspired. And get inspired to, you know, spread a little love to all of the HBCUs, not just the ones that we're normally used to hearing about. That's right.
1: And we got Deion Sanders coming to the, you know, hey, to the football field hey. in Jackson, but we'll still take your coins,
0: girl. We will. We will. All right, so we're going to get right on into the topic. Like I said, we were talking about uh this video that everybody's been talking about and giving their, their spiel on as to whether or not what Mr. Samuels told this young lady was in fact... Uh, good advice, bad advice, you know, just our thoughts on it. So just before we recorded, we started to record this episode, we decided to watch the video for ourselves. And on first glance, he was not nearly as mean as I was expecting (laughs) or his delivery anyway. It just wasn't as mean as I thought it was. Yeah. In my
1: opinion, it was a buildup. It was a buildup. She she did call him on the wrong day. So I don't know what decision day is. I don't right. watch his show. I'm right. not a follower. I think okay. we said it he was do?
0: disagreement day. Oh, disagreement. Disagreement day. Okay. day. So I guess he provides relationship advice, um, maybe commentary or kind of like what we do with the, the podcast. Okay. Um, speaking on relationships, pop culture, but obviously people call into the show for advice specific to them. Okay. Right. So is he like so, a licensed therapist or, you know, I don't think he's licensed. No. Oh, he just Um, off the dome. So it was. Yeah,
1: that that part was interesting. And now that you say that, it's even more interesting because she called in asking him for advice, you know, and he asked her a bunch of questions. So, you know, I just would have had a couple for him. like, uh, Who are you? (laughs) Like, what do you do? What do you how do you know?
0: So I don't know. Now I wonder why she was seeking his advice. Well, apparently she, from what she said in the video, she listens to the show. She loves the show. So obviously she's seen other videos where he's given advice to people. We don't know what kinds of questions were asked to gotcha. know if he approached them in the same manner that he did her. But we, again, she approached him on the wrong day. Apparently the type of advice that she was asking for, he charges for because people will go to his site and book like a, a consultation. consultation. Right. She didn't do that. She came directly to the show and, like, hey, I'm just gonna make you talk to me. And so yeah. I think he from that moment on, he was annoyed with her.
1: He was, he was. So he starts talking to her and he's basically she she's crying out to him for help um on how she can date a six-figure man. Right. Basically, right. She's a business owner and she says that every time she's dating down um
0: she's having a hard time the men somehow want to turn it into a business relationship instead of it i guess focusing on what she wants which is a relationship so i guess she feels like that's not what she was going for so she feels like she needs a six figure man um that's going to focus on the relationship, I guess. I don't know. She seemed a little slow. I'm just
1: she she was losing me there um and I think that that's why I think for Mr. Samuels it was like a build up. Right. Cuz Cause, cause, you know, he was trying he was, he was and definitely trying. He she was getting trying. really ridiculous. Yeah. So he told her a couple of things um that I think are important for us to discuss and talk about tonight. I think um he mentioned he asked her where she lives. He asked her her age, her size, and what else? Her, her what about children, educational
0: background. Educational background, whether she had children, what was the uh, status of the relationship with the child's father, which apparently he is not in the picture. And then
1: he asked her to rate herself.
0: And then he asked her to rate herself, Yes.
1: And she rated herself a five.
0: Well, he told her she couldn't rate herself a seven, basically. So it was okay, like... you.
1: so my initial... So when someone tells you rate yourself and you're thinking seven and they say you can't use seven, your next thing to jump to is a five. Because mom would have been, okay, eight. (laughs) (laughs) If you tell me I can't use a number, I'm not going down and I'm certainly
0: not going down by two. Yeah. So she really thought she was a five. Maybe she just thought that he was going to say five. But to me, it's not about what he thought. He He was literally asking you for your opinion. You know? And I just think, The moment you ask somebody or someone asks you to rate yourself, you're already being set up because it's never gonna y'all ain't gonna be on the same page. I can just tell you that now.
1: (laughs) Why do we have to be on the same page? You don't. You don't. But again, you have have. to have
0: thick skin to understand that what someone else thinks of you doesn't matter. I just think the moment you ask somebody or someone asks you. Either way, again, assuming that they're going to disagree with your opinion of yourself, you're going to feel some type of way. We don't, people that no, have no. I, no, I don't think so Well, I, I don't, I don't think
1: so because the way the question, even with that he asked her specifically what her opinion of her was and that's it He's entitled to have his own, Right. the next person is entitled to have their own, but you're asking me specifically about my opinion of me So I don't get how the difference in other people's answers even matters beauty is in the eye of the beholder so i may look at me and see a 6 or a 5 and someone else might look at me and see a 10 why is that a
0: discrepancy or well someone the looks point at me was two, based upon what she said he was ready to go in whether she said a 5 or whether she said an 8 he but was he was easy. just like you're average at best
1: but she he called her average at best after she rated herself a 5 so he 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 let her Walked that dog. And she took it there. She rated herself five, which is average. Which to me is borderline. I mean, she rated herself average. And then he said, you're average at best. So in my mind, he didn't say anything wrong. He repeated what she had told him.
0: Hmm. Or in other words, basically saying by you being average at best, that she is not worthy of a six-figure man, basically. What she's asking for is too much that she needs to be okay with dating an average man right
1: right um and the only thing i'll say i agree i i don't necessarily think his approach was all that great but i do think a lot of what he was saying is true people have these outlandish expectations so when it got to the part where he's telling her you know America has done this to you. <laughs> America has gotten you women thinking that Prince Charming is going to be six foot five, 180 pounds, a chisel body, and make six figures. You know, it's just an outlandish thought that that's what ev- forever looks like for every woman. I don't, yeah, I agreed with her. I agree with that part. Hmm. And I think of it kind of like how when I tell my clients, you have to manage your expectations. That's what I need you to do for me right now. You're telling me, you know, people will tell you things. Well, so and so did this and such and such did that. And I just don't understand why it can't be blah, blah, blah. And sometimes you're just not being real with yourself Mm -hmm. about all of the factors that matter. And those are the things, like I was saying earlier, that I feel like he touched on in the call. He told her she may be selfish. She talked about age. He talked about, um, looks. He talked about money. I mean,
0: all of that, that's what we look at when we're talking, deciding who and how to date. And then at the same time, even if you do meet a six figure man, that has nothing to do with his character. If, okay, he has six figures, but maybe he's a jerk. He's not treating you right or any of those things. So to me, um, focusing solely on money is definitely going to steer you wrong because.
1: How long are you talking to this person before you find out they make six figures?
0: I, when do you? Okay, so then that's the next. The next thing. When do you even have a conversation about, or is it even appropriate to ask someone how much money they make? I don't think so. I don't think that's appropriate.
1: I think it's appropriate. Um, maybe once you all are have been dating for a while and maybe y'all are thinking about combining households then maybe
0: well i suppose again depending upon what's what's really a healthy six figures i'm going to assume that based upon what she's asking for the, the six-figure man is going to pull up in a certain kind of car to where you're automatically the wheels in your head are turning but you already know that's not the case the, oh my
1: gosh and myself and the guy I'm talking to just had this conversation the other day. Okay, He's like, you know, real money doesn't talk because it's this uh, Jay-Z song mm-hmm. where Jay-Z says something about uh, why you walking around with money to your ears to disconnect over here because mm. like, money doesn't speak and people really have money. Nine times of the team can't even tell. Yeah, millionaires walk around in cut
0: off shorts, t-shirts, whatever. Yeah, but what do you think that generally they're driving?
1: I think they could be driving a pickup truck, Uh, a Ford 1815 Chevy, or I don't know. I don't think that every millionaire drives a a fancy car. And I don't think, I think it's a lot of broke folks driving fancy cars. True. Very true. So
0: that's foolish if that's how she figures it out. Well, I mean, again, wondering when do you have a conversation or it even comes up in your mind about how much a person makes. Okay. So when does it come up in your mind? EJ. And don't. Because, again, I don't equate the money you make with how you're going to treat me. A dude can have all the money in the world and be a hoe or whatever else. OK, so when you meet someone who appears
1: to be nice and he's treating you right, you don't ever at any point inquire about his finances.
0: I don't think I've asked how much they make versus what they do. I'll ask okay. what you do, Yeah.
1: so if they do something... That is associated with a lot of money, but you later find out those coins aren't there. How does that work out for you? Because you can hear someone say lawyer, just like I heard her say pet shop owner, and I didn't think she would be in the six figure bracket, but she is. She says she has a pet She's a she's pet, pet, pet groomer. Pet, pet grooming groomy. business. Yes, girl, I didn't know that put you in six figures, but shout out to you that it did. I say all that to say you telling me a profession doesn't necessarily let me know how much you make. I say lawyer, and I don't make six figures. True,
0: not yet, but hey, but to me, my thing bad. is whatever profession you're in. Again, when you, you again, you want to hear something that says they're able to support themselves. You know, not necessarily to figure out how much money they make per se, but just that they work, that they're you know doing what they need to do. I don't really care in terms of um, trying to count their pockets, if that makes sense. Okay. It's just just I'm general curiosity when you go and say, Hey, what do you do? Oh, okay, blah 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 blah.
1: So you've never. Turned down a man for a second date based off of what he said he did.
0: No, not that I can recall. Is there anybody? Oh, okay. I do remember one time. And this is funny. This is when I was still in law school. (laughs) And a guy that I was talking to, we actually met him online. And we were supposed to meet for coffee, right? Um, So I drove to what was Tim Hortons, not too far from downtown Detroit. And as I'm waiting for the gentleman, I see him get off the bus. <laughs> and I was just so? like, okay. Right? Okay. Here now, I'm on. not ju- judging anybody about... Yes, You're you know, are. I-, I just saw EJ's face. Okay, fine. <laughs> but my point is, in Detroit, the bus systems suck. You have to have a car just to get anywhere. Maybe so his
1: Maserati was in the shop.
0: All I know is next, you know, we had a conversation and I think it came out that he had, was unemployed, mm. but you're, you're on a, a dating site. And I just think it's a matter of priorities, I guess. So I was immediately turned off at that point. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to. Now it's different between somebody who has a job versus you coming off the bus with no job and you're meeting me for a date. So you've never
1: met someone and they had a job like i don't know like what a mcdonald's cashier and you were like i can't do this
0: i have not met anyone since i have been a a lawyer (laughs) we're messing with Smokey right now (laughs) that um was doing something that i just was like uncomfortable with because again i don't really care too much about that as long as you like what you do Again, you are gainfully employed. It pays the bills. I don't really care too much about exactly what it is. Uh, And by, I mean legal jobs. I don't mean (laughs) the illegal jobs. Because the illegal ones probably would pay the bills as as well, you know, but then you're going to have to worry about somebody knocking at your door. So, yeah. So, has there ever been a time when you, I guess, you heard a guy's occupation and you was like, "Mm, that's not going to work? No, no. Um, And I've heard. Some crazy occupation,
1: <laughs> but I just I'd be in it to win it for real because I. So, just what's know the craziest that, occupation you've heard? I mean, nothing ridiculous. I'm just saying, wide range of things. Okay. You know, from garbage workers, postal workers, I don't know, dog walkers, house sitters, you name it. I've probably encountered it. Um, I just don't think that I've ever been like, oh, that's what you do. I can't talk to you. And the reason I'm like that, I think is because of, one, knowing God. And two, knowing that where you are today may have absolutely nothing or may have everything Mm -hmm. to do with where you are tomorrow. And it's kind of hard to gauge that just based off of what someone says they're currently doing. You know, I used to scrub toilets at the Waffle House, hands and knees, making $2.50 an hour. And that wasn't that long ago, you know, and now I'm an attorney, but that journey is my journey. So you can't meet someone. I don't, I don't think you do yourself a solid when, you, if you meet someone and say, oh, you pick, you scoop poop for a living. Oh, I could never, he might be around the corner from being a, a doctor. True. You don't, you just never know. It's quite more
0: questions you have to ask. Um,
1: what about all those rich people who was living in that car anyway? Steve Harvey talking about he was homeless. Um, yeah, but Microsoft but I don't think ain't he never was... had a job a day in his life. The man, what's his name, Bill Gates? Who, who, what Bill Gates did? He built Microsoft. But what was his job before that? Now that I don't know. Is that' what I'm saying. He was probably flipping patties in Burger King at Burger. King? We, don't we don't know. We don't know. He definitely, man I, I, far as far as I know, he was
0: not born with a silver spoon in his mouth to where he's always had money.
1: Correct, and so he so. may not have had a job, or it may have been a job that wasn't anything, you know, special associated with a lot of money. Yeah. Hmm
0: do know so I, I mean I guess it depends on again when you meet a man and I guess depending upon your age and his age whether or not that's the end of the road for him you know what I mean so like if at 30 at 20 clearly you're not going to be doing well hopefully you're not doing the same thing that you're doing at 35 without any growth if that makes sense right hopefully hopefully you know what I'm saying so obviously I'm not going to judge a 20 year old on the same basis that I would, or on the same scale that I would, a 35, almost 40-year-old. And again, so if I'm flipping burgers at 15, you need to be owning the Burger King or manager or something. Okay. So
1: let's break that down. (laughs) You have a large pool, right? And the older you get, the smaller the pool gets because just like they're getting older and you're holding them to a different standard. As you get older, men are holding you to a different standard. Right. They really, some of the men are not even looking at you no more the older you get. So you cut that big pool in half. And so you have certain things that you're, I guess, putting in place this cutting people off and then the people that you're looking for have things in place that's cutting people off and right. so your options are dwindling right and this is back to my point about managing your expectations right so now realize that you're sw- swimming in a smaller pool right
0: a different watering hole
1: yeah it's a different water <laughs> yeah which, you, which once was the you know the pacific is now looking like what? Little River. No, <laughs> I don't want to live you. The I lakes that you've okay, okay, okay you gonna get a bigger river. <laughs> then you get a little older, and it gets a little smaller.
0: And little then, lake.
1: Yeah, and then when you have children, say somebody caught you slipping, now you got a child. Now you're lake.
0: Now and home. you know there was a question that he asked her that I thought was very interesting, where he says, "If your son was making six figures, would you want him to date someone who is?" 35, with a child, and baby baby and sketchy baby daddy. Would you want that for him? And she did not want to answer the question. And I, I'm like him. If my child is making six figures, I want him to bring home the best. I don't want you to bring home somebody who got baggage.
1: So why do we automatically assume that if you have a child and a sketchy baby daddy,
0: you're not the best?
1: See that's what I'm saying. We put all these things in place, and we want we we like to act like they're not well, we there just gonna when look. They we, we're talking
0: about what's literally just on the paper. Obviously, we would have to get to know her to know that she's no, not. No, babe, that's on paper. We can we can check those boxes now on dating apps. Do you have children? Do you want
1: children? Do you believe in God? You can check all those boxes now. Save me the drama. I don't want to have to go out on three dates with you to find out you have a child.
0: No, but again, old. all I'm saying is. I I agree with him in that she couldn't answer the question when he was saying that you wouldn't necessarily want that for your son when he gets old enough to start dating. And, and at some point when he's making six figures, would you want him to settle for a woman who has baggage, I guess, versus just coming with a clean slate?
1: OK, so I think you have
0: to look at it as far as
1: what you consider baggage when you're dating. So right. for EJ, what is your list of baggage?
0: Who child? What is my
1: list of baggage? Yeah, like men, man baggage. And then <laughs> we'll break down, I guess, what my list of baggage is. And then what we think men consider baggage with women. Because hmm. oh, wow. to me, I know a lot of single women with a lot of kids.
0: Right. And they don't have no problem. Are they asking for six-figure men, though? Probably not. So therein lies the issue. Because like he said- they get they- good men. They do get good. T- OK, so why is it that she's equating a good man with six figures? Because that's how she looks at the bag.
1: Everybody got different, I think, perception of, of of, you know, what bags they're willing to accept and what things they're looking for. She's looking for the dollars cuz I mean so that goes back to looking, my other
0: point. Yeah. Just because a man has six figures doesn't mean he's a good man. Maybe she's not
1: looking for a good man. She's looking for a well-paid man. No. And she don't care about how
0: you talk to her or how you treat her. She wants you to I be I think she to, needs to rethink it all, all through because what just when yes, Okay. I agree. Yes, you can meet a man with six figures. But then again, what? that does not guarantee that he's going to treat you right, that he's going to be respectful of you or and your child or all of those different things. So you have to be careful of when you focus on one thing, because, yeah, the grass might be green, but it might be with pesticides. That's why. it's <laughs> So, yeah, he got some money, but the home is not happy. Correct. Who cares? Correct. Because, I mean, I've said that many times as far as, you know, women who date celebrity men have at it because. Most of those men have so many women coming after them. You you won't get no rest. You won't get no rest. I just don't see a, a lot of them are not in relationships where the man is faithful. From what I've seen.
1: Again, depends on how you look at your baggage. Some people don't look at cheating as a bag.
0: Ain't like, that's fine. The average woman does not want their man cheating on them.
1: They may not be dating average women. What is average? What is the average woman? Especially in 2020, let me just be clear. I don't know. I don't know what we're doing out here. I don't have a description that I can break down for you of what the average woman in 2020 is. Oh, what what does it even mean to be average? Average, Right. So how can you even speak to that? People want to shame Cardi because she keeps taking her cheating ass man back, offset. If that's what she want to do... Let
0: she live. young. She young.
1: So it's all women too getting cheated on. Been yeah. getting cheated on. Yes, they Your granny, my granny, all the people from back in the day.
0: Ooh, all them. You bugs. have to call my granny like uh, that. Well, I don't But know. I mean, I don't know I, The fat granny. <laughs>
1: Okay. and I don't even know that I don't even know, that. You know? I mean,
0: for the most part it's true it's the true. narrative it's
1: that's the what narrative. I'm saying right. so people try to act like it's something new under the sun or it's <laughs> age specific
0: but no I think specific. we need to revamp our list in terms of like you said managing expectations start off with a person's characteristics that you can because that's that going to sustain you because money comes and goes
1: Okay, yeah. And if you're okay with cheating, then that's fine. What? You set your list. I'm saying you yourself, each person, each individual that's a party to the relationship before getting in the relationship should have a set of bound, like non negotiables or what they consider baggage that they're willing to accept and what things they're not willing to accept. And don't let society dictate that for you. You figure it out for yourself. I don't think she knows. I know she don't know. She was all over the place. All I heard was six figures. That's all I'm looking for.
0: Six figures. And I wonder how many men she, she actually had dated before she came to this conclusion. Because you know how certain people will make um, generalizations about women or generalizations about men based upon one or two dates with two different people. You ain't dated enough to really have a pool to make your analysis. Data. You need a little more data than that. And all of a sudden, like men ain't shit, but only went out with one. Like you put all the men on the, in the same, or right. all women in the same box based upon the experience you have with one person. Correct. So, right. how many men have you dated? Or again, like as he says, she's in North Carolina. So, have you dated outside of where you are? Maybe your pool you need to expand it a little bit more to be able to find the kind of man you're looking for. Because I don't know where about in North Carolina she is, but North Carolina is country, you know what I'm saying? She
1: was country.
0: She did have a a slight accent. Sometimes we couldn't understand some of the words. But she didn't necessarily say she had a problem with a country man. No, but that's my point. All she said was six figures, but she didn't give enough information to kind of break down the kind of man he is. Right. Because six figures does not mean that you're a good man, period, or a good woman. Because we know so many lawyers, beautiful women, who are very successful, but they single as dollar bills.
1: Yeah, I think because a couple of them or lots of them think like she thinks. Oh, well, he doesn't do this for a living, so I can't talk to him. He's not in my tax bracket. But when it's the other way around, we're perfectly fine with it. I think it's a double standard. Yeah. Because if I feel like if it were a man having that conversation with a woman, he would get dragged. Dragged. Yeah, like well if she doesn't make six figures i can't date her oh you a broke nigga like they would come for him yes they would and i think i don't i I don't think that's fair <laughs> again i think you should set your own bound you should be able to make your own list as far as what you want what you don't want whatever um because i, I yeah
0: so as you guys know, with Anchor, it gives us a 30 minutes of recording time. So we're going to stop here and come back and start the next 30 minutes of our ATL Watering Hole, talking about Keith Samuels and his uh, breakdown of what's average and not average in these streets. And we are back to bring you the second half of ATL Watering Hole, just going into talking about um, what it means to be average above average what does it mean to be a six-figure earner does that really mean anything in terms of whether or not you're a good person
1: and dating outside your tax bracket Um, that's really what we're talking
0: yes we are yes we are and what is really six figures because if we are we talking about six figures after taxes or before taxes yeah i
1: ain't seen it either way i don't know Uh,
0: um yes.
1: i hope these bags are on the way (laughs) and i've never asked a guy that i'm dating for his tax statement so if i was
0: dating a six-figure guy well again i think i think it's because understand. personally we've done some inside work you know mm-hmm. what i mean on focusing on who we are as people to where we don't focus on the superficial things because money comes in gold all right we, we haven't seen a lot we've seen a little okay mm-hmm. so we've worked hard for our education we've you know we don't necessarily need a a partner for that we're looking for a partner that um is a person that we can trust first of all a person who is respectful makes me laugh like crazy because i love to laugh it ain't gonna be no no boringness going on in my house um and again we can build together you know what i'm saying i don't have a problem with doing that so um to me, we really have to get down to what really matters in the long run, because, again, you can have a six figure man. But what does that make him or a six figure person? But that does not necessarily mean that they are going to treat you right. And are you going to stay with somebody simply because they're six figures? Right.
1: I agree. Um, on the flip side of that, though, just to kind of play devil's advocate, you can't have someone who's nowhere near six figures and doesn't have a six figure mindset. And so where they are is where they're going to be. Mm-hmm. They're very complacent in that sense. And so it can cause friction in dating, even though, you know, it's not like, oh, you've got to make six figures, but I want you to have a six figure attitude. Even if you're not making it for me, that's true.
0: You got to have that. That's true. Um, and and, don't, I, and not asking for something that you don't bring to the table. So that was what I was leaning more towards. She didn't ask for something that she was not doing. at least as far as money was concerned, but we never did get into, you know, characteristics and all that stuff. The only other thing that I I guess he pointed out was that she um, was older, 35 is not old, um, and that she had a child, but he's an older child. So at 13, a 13 year old is not necessarily going to require the kind of attention that maybe a younger child does. I mean, I think it's cute to say that. I think it's cute that we always say, well, at least you're
1: not. Don't ask for something that you yourself can't bring. You shouldn't do that. Or, but that's not the reality. The reality is that we are asking for shit that we don't have. If we wanted everything that we already got, what I need you for. So I, and you know, this is just me. I can only speak for me and my little house. Um, my cup of tea. I am asking for some things that I don't necessarily have. And
0: I don't know. Um okay so let's break that down. What what do you feel like you're asking for that you don't have?
1: I, I guess it's kind of weird to put it like that, not saying I don't have in a sense, you know,
0: um
1: but I'm not looking for you to be strong in the areas that I'm already strong in. I want you to be strong in the areas that are weaker for me. Mhm. So I'm not necessarily coming okay, let me give you an so I may not be coming to the table with um I don't know a strong sense of how to operate in twenty twenty. So I am like a dinosaur.
0: Okay.
1: I'm like a grandma. Everything is like in the old age. I hand write my notes, I hand wrote the bar, I handwrite
0: yeah. Oh wow. <laughs> I know. <laughs>
1: I handwrite my pen. I got carpal
0: tunnel when I did a uh, a law school exam writing with a a pen. Mm -mm. No.
1: -mm, Whole thing. So, like, you know, technology. Even in um, advertising for my business, I just don't do a lot of the social networking. I don't... If I didn't have to touch the computer, I probably would not. And I understand that that's a weakness in 2020 as a business owner. You know, you kind of have to be able to change with the times. We're clearly in that time. Mm -hmm. So I like men who are tech savvy. You know, I like men who are able to say, hey, check out this new app. They're always learning something new and then trying to teach me in that. That's something that I can't bring to the table. If you want to know how to turn that mug on or what's wrong with it, I might say unplug it, blow it, and plug it back up. That's the most I got for you. But I want you to have that because it'll compliment me. Um, you know stuff like that. So there are things that I'm asking for or I look for um, that I don't necessarily bring to the table for sure. Right. I'm not gonna wash your car, but I want you to wash mine. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm, <laughs> right.
0: I'm
1: not. I'm not really the person that's. Uh, What's something else?
0: But so, uh, you know, are those the things that are the things you're asking for because you're willing to bring? What are the things that are the superficial things that are on the list? that people ask for that we feel like both should have
1: so I was talking to my best friend earlier today and I told him their relationships to me break down to three F's
0: okay okay let's hear it
1: fuck me feed me and
0: finance ah I need okay <laughs> that's a tweet <laughs> I'm writing that down I need to write that I down mean, really, Why, you no, should have started with that if get getting that not, the show I don't I, gotta <laughs> I got to write that down y'all wait nope <laughs> And by the way, she's not writing. I'm. She's whatever. This. See the what I mean? I'm breaking What is it again? <laughs> the the three. Wait. The the. The, apps, the
1: three Fs. That's, the three. The Fs of every relationship. That's just what F's. I think. That's the cornerstone. Okay. Fuck me, feed me, and finances. Like, what are we talking about?
0: Um. That is a word. That <laughs> is a word. Right. There, I don't know why she didn't start I off with just, that first, because that fit my soul. Did it? Did it hit Ooh. you?
1: <laughs> I think that the majority of disagreements, or how we look at what we're we center around one of those three F's.
0: One of them. Because she's on the finance is. part. She is. She is on the never, finance I've part.
1: I've never seen anything on TV, heard anything on the radio that didn't center around one of those three because mm, that's mm, the mm, ultimate. Mm. Woo, them the three you need right there. Yes, to it get is. through.
0: Because yes, <laughs> most most couples are breaking up because the finances aren't right. Or somebody fucking somebody else. Somebody else. And they ain't or the sex is dry. It's not just not popping. And she ain't cooking. And she ain't cooking. See, but why she got to be cooking? Because generally women do cook. Most men complain about it.
1: And that's the thing. You've got to find the balance in where each person lies as it relates to those three Fs. When you meet somebody, you need to find out how they feel about them Fs. Like, babe, are you okay with cooking? Because I'm going to tell you right now, that ain't me. And so I was telling my my best friend today, because he's talking to this girl and he really likes her. And he kept saying how he's fallen in love with the fact that she has cooked for him over the past three days. OK. And he said, that's the weight of my heart. And I'm like, man, I'm struggling out here because <laughs> that's not my ministry. You don't cook at all? I can cook. No, I can cook. You okay. know how I cook. But not like how hunger, not how he was describing breaking it down like that. Like, I'm not. I I don't cook every day.
0: No. And well, I'm Well, I mean, not... you're a single
1: woman. Why would you? She's a single woman dating him. She mm-hmm. cooks because that's what she likes to do. Some okay. people really enjoy that. Like I do enjoy thing. cooking.
0: I will say right. that. I do.
1: I'm not going to say I, I hate it, but I'm not going to say I really enjoy it. And I work a lot. Mm. So that's when um, my friend, he he said to me, he said, well, you got the other two Fs, two out of three. I feel like you should be winning. The odds should be in your favor, True. Katniss. True. Because I'm True. I, I got you. I'm
0: going to hold you down. You know, but like if you your said check
1: late, you know this rent's still going to get paid. I was going to
0: say, Finance the it. point is, you 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 know, the person you're looking for, like you said, is going to fill in the gaps. So if you know that you don't cook, you're going to expect a man to be all cool with that because he cooks. You're like, okay, babe, don't worry about it. I can take care of that. You see, people don't
1: want to have these conversations. They just walk in with a preconceived notion that the woman wants to cook. Every woman's going to cook. No, and every man don't want a woman that cooks. Some men, that's the way to their heart. Some men are willing to let that F go if you got the other two F's. Right. Some want you to have all three. Whatever it is, you got to figure out how those F's all fit together.
0: Right. For you and the person. And which ones that you are really important. Yeah. And which one you can live without.
1: Correct. And and it's like a balancing scale. Yeah. And so I, you know, I don't know. I think it just really be
0: different. I don't that the the three F's has really just sent me it has i just i feel fulfilled i don't know (laughs) which is another another (laughs) Uh, fulfill me (laughs) (laughs) yeah oh man i I do
1: i love it of those three, I don't know. I need, I need all three.
0: Oh, all three, and I three feel like you need to, three. you need to put all three down and kind of like break down what. There's it looks like, like sub, subsections for, yes, for each one. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Because fuck me can be your body, obviously, but fuck my mind. Fuck is my mind.
1: Yes, yeah. <laughs> yes, Lord. I was speaking my. <laughs> and can you grow? Can you grow? Can in that you department? grow? Because somebody might start off doing that average. Can they grow? Can y'all progress and the mm-hmm. sex get better mm-hmm. once they know mm-hmm. you better and connect? And with then feeding
0: mind. you. I mean, I probably have. I definitely have improved in my cooking skills. I would say uh, since I've been in you know my relationship because I'm you know experimenting and my boyfriend doesn't mind me experimenting. He loves yeah. most of the stuff that I make. So that's
1: another thing my best friend said. He said that you know his ex she couldn't cook at all, but he saw the effort. Right. Like she tried. She would. You know work on it because right. she knew it was important to him and so right. that that even in and of itself is showing you want to be here it's right. showing you right. know which i think we could get there if we get to these conversations and just know what's important to right. the person so
0: maybe the young lady that keith was talking to needs to expand her pool i think wherever she's been pulling from has has her thinking that um Six figures is going to give her what she needs. Because again, like we've as we speak, continue to say, six figures does not mean that this person is, is going to treat you right. Right. Or even be he, he gonna have the finance you, but the mother two gonna be missing. And just
1: because he got the finances doesn't mean he looks at finances the way you look at them. It doesn't mean that those finances break down in a in a way that's gonna be conducive to, to a successful relationship with you all. Right. So I know people who got money. Um but they still not checking that finance box for me. Cause the way you look at money is flawed.
0: Mm, you know, mm.
1: you can, you can be broke with a six figure mindset. And you can also have six figures and have a broken inside or just right. a broken exactly. mentality. You have you to do selfish, the work.
0: You, he mentioned that she yeah. should probably consider going to therapy. Absolutely. Because you should Absolutely. just be doing that anyway. You know, just to be talking to someone who can come at you from a neutral standpoint and kind of give you some things to think about, about improving yourself, because when you improve yourself, that improves your relationships. I
1: wholeheartedly agree with that. Wholeheartedly, um, I, you to a certain extent, you are what you attract. I, I totally agree with that. So if something broken on the inside, you you're gonna attract a bunch of brokenness. Right. Uh, that's why when I meet men, I feel like it's kind of hard for me because I don't ever feel like I've <laughs> I don't feel like I've had like just any horror stories. Right. i've met some pretty good people right yes we didn't work out for one reason or another um uh, but overall i feel like i've met some pretty good people so mm-hmm. the bar is kind of mm-hmm. you know it ain't right. that low
0: right um
1: but
0: yeah but again the focus wasn't on money either oh. you know yeah, i can't <laughs> it's like can't when you focus, focus too much idea. on Got one it? thing um it will overshadow the other things that you're not thinking about that are necessary, that are absolutely 1000% necessary. Period. I
1: agree. I agree. So what, okay. For you, what do you feel like you have a sliding scale between those three F's and like, which one is your biggest bag? Like dating you, Mm. What do you think?
0: My biggest baggage
1: bag? Like Bad of those lady. three Fs, which <laughs> one do you feel like is the department you're
0: lacking in? The Cause part. Because like, mm. mine is definitely So that's why I feel like these the the fuck me feed me finance me need subsections.
1: Okay. So tell me what your subsection is and I guarantee it fits in one of those. Mm. What is mine? or just what do you you don't even have to mention the F's what do you feel like is your bag
0: my bag
1: yeah oh my gosh
0: what makes it hard what makes it hard to date me um i suppose i can be um moody to some degree i don't know um how much do I want to say personally? <laughs> <laughs> so, like right now, I'm gone, I'm starting to go back to therapy, right? Because I'm unpacking some things, uh, as it relates to myself, so that I know that I am 100% ready for the next level that I know I want to get to, right? Mm-hmm. So, my boyfriend and I have been together a little over a year now, right? So. Um, And he's not gonna see this episode because no. Nah. What? Anywho, the point is, I have a timeline. She cannot be. Uh, you can I not- have a timeline in my mind of certain things that I want to see happen to see mm-hmm. c- to, for this relationship to, to grow, to to grow, to grow and to steadily progress, mm-hmm. right? And so I feel like until I am clear about some things about myself and understanding the things that I come with, the things that he come with and having 100% acceptance of that from both sides, then I can again say, this is what I want. And I know I deserve that because I've done the work. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So um, I'm not going to lie. I When we got together, it was so fast. I think that we didn't really think certain things through in terms of the baggage that we do have. Right. Mm-hmm. So, um. Again, I'm not going to go all into the spiel. You know what I'm What's talking your about. What's So your my movie. bag is, okay, I have an older child. I, my child's father is not in the picture. He has passed. He did not pay any child support. So I guess if I'm looking at it from the, the Keith Samuels standpoint, that's baggage. You okay. know, that someone would not necessarily want to accept. My ch- child is damn near out the house, though. My child is about to be in college soon. So... Um, but again, looking at it from that standpoint, I guess that's my bag. You know, um, I don't know where it fits in the the "fuck me, feed me, finance me" type of situation, but maybe more finances because you no, know
1: it fits into finances and fucking because usually if someone has kids, you might meet a man that doesn't want to have kids anymore. Right, which is all a part that's of true. how we're looking at our reproductive. Yes, agree. How, how we fucking each other. Are Agreed. We wrong. Are we? we fucking,
0: are you okay? Are you are you, yep. Yep. Oh, you gotta get a respect sub, to me? Subscribe. They all fit it's <laughs> gonna fit somehow, I tell you, but that's a whole nother lesson. Right. <laughs> Another day, but yeah. Um, okay. That's
1: that's acceptable.
0: That's um, my bad, because I don't need anybody to finance me. I'm I'm good there. And, and it
1: may not be a need that you have necessarily. It may just be something about it that makes it hard for you to date. So for me, finances is, is not something that I can't bring to the table, but it may be one of the reasons I struggle with dating because a lot of men may feel intimidated by the fact that I'm an attorney. Mm. And I don't come off that way at all, but that's something they' dealing with. Mm. and I'm not gonna have <laughs> I don't like to have it's it's crazy because you can be the person who makes more money in the situation. And that person can be very uncomfortable with talking to you about money. Mm-hmm. There's nothing you ever said or did. Mm-hmm. You Didn't even have to open your mouth. You right, know? right. And I'm not about to. Talk. I don't feel uncomfortable talking about money, you know? Because I mean, <laughs> some I didn't point- add some. I did not add some. I might add more tomorrow. I might have less tomorrow. Right. I don't know. True. Um, but if you're a person who's hung up on on that, you're not gonna be good for me or with me. I'm not. It's gonna be intimidating, and you're not gonna want to date me. Mm. mm. Um, so yeah, I don't that could be one of you know, one of my bags. I don't know. Uh and then, you know, student loan debt. That's Oh okay. My whole well bag, child,
0: bag. You, you ain't mentioned that's that bag. Whole bag. That's finance. <laughs> okay, finance. Okay, well then that would be another bag. <laughs> <laughs> See what happens when you when you really think about it. Do the work. That, that is definitely a cool. bag.
1: But um yeah, I mean I don't know. And I'm not necessarily, I am asking for people to come with things that I don't have. And I get that. And I, I'm OK with that. But is it unreasonable, though? What, And then that's the question, well, who decides what's reasonable? That's just like the question of what's an average woman in 2020? I don't know. What's reasonable to you may not be reasonable to me.
0: What's average to you? Which is why, that's why I feel like the questions that were she was asking him. Don't matter because at the end of the day, it's up to, her. It's up to you and the
1: other person that you going to end up dating. But she hadn't worked on her. And so that's why i right. never going to work with whoever she finds because she doesn't even know. And that's what he also said to her at some point in there. He said, ma'am, you don't
0: even know what you want. You don't. Con- you contradicting don't. you your contradicting
1: yourself in your sentences.
0: You don't. Because you're equating, um, again, quality, quality with coins. With money. Mm -hmm. Secondly, I don't necessarily think there's anything wrong with the men who asked her, like, "Hey, would would you be open to me investing in your business?" You know what I'm saying? What what why why is that bad? Is that bad? No, not
1: necessarily. I've never been there. I I don't don't even know how she got
0: there. I wish wish somebody would. would. (laughs) (laughs) Like, you want to invest in a business? Okay. Like, sign this paperwork. Yeah, I've
1: never. I I mean, mean. I
0: guess yeah i yeah. I've that never makes been them, in a situation so that I makes them less to. than average like I really need to unpack that why is that a bad I thing I didn't
1: follow her at all sis, and I've never even been in the situation to
0: so know because I ain't never nobody has she ever. was saying that part of the reason why she felt like the relationships I guess or that she needed to go for a man who already had the bag um, was because these men all of a sudden turned it into I guess a business situation versus they didn't want it to be a relationship I don't know but to me, it seemed like they were trying to do both.
1: Or maybe they weren't. And maybe that was the problem. That was, know, maybe it, that I was think,
0: their way oh. to kind of leave her
1: alone. But if that's how you want to quit me, yeah. Uh, let that check. <laughs> we'll take it. One, we'll take it. Um, yeah. I don't know. I, mean, I, I feel
0: like I need, I need more answers.
1: Well, we don't know that lady. And we can't call her. Right. So mm-hmm. we hope that she does the work that she needs right. on the inside. Right.
0: On um, the inside. Because yeah. then that will help you unpack why you feel like six figures is the, the thing that's going to make this man somehow better?
1: Correct. Correct. Yeah. You know and- than what
0: you've been dealing with. She didn't say the mean were the men were mean or that they were unaccepting of her child or any yeah. because I, at the end of the day that's what matters. First of all, did you accept my child? Because we're a package deal. He's mm-hmm. not going nowhere. Um, number two, again, that again, one of the five, the three, the three F's. Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah she.
1: She hadn't done the work. I think. I hope that everyone is out here, you know, doing the work that matters on self, so that you're more informed about what is, you know, projecting off of you when you're out here, because people can tell.
0: Yeah, people can tell. They can tell,
1: and it and it matters. And, right. uh, you know, the things that people say are just as important as the things that people don't say. Right. Absolutely. And I, you know, um, I don't. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I. I have a little baggage, but I feel like it's hard. It really is hard to date, and I kind of get a part of where she was coming from, but she just lost me. She yeah.
0: Lost, she, yeah. She lost
1: me at the end. She she, had, she was all over the place.
0: I do Again, I do think it's okay for her to ask for something that she is bringing to the table, but the question you need to ask yourself is why you're specifically focusing on that. Correct. Because, again, that doesn't mean that that person's going to be Right in all the other areas that matter.
1: Oh, which also brings me to my next question. What if people are like right in most of the areas and it's only like one little area, but you can't get past it?
0: then it don't if you can't
1: get past it, then they can't get past work. it. But are you being ridiculous if you do that? Are you setting yourself up to be alone to, to be alone for the rest of your life when
0: you do so? And like see, that? I don't like using limiting terms that if I don't stick with this person because this one thing is important to me how somehow that means i'm going to be alone simply because i've decided to move on
1: um not even move on maybe not give it a chance so like i think that that and that's that's what i was saying earlier everything weighs differently and it's kind of like a sliding scale because you have to figure out what's more important to you versus less important to you what things you're willing to give up on and what things are non-negotiable right. because somebody could check two of the s but that's not the two that's most important yeah, it's still two out of three yeah. So from a probability rational perspective, you should go with the two out of three as opposed to somebody who only got one. But if that one weighs heavy on your heart, maybe you end up with somebody who only has one out of the three. I- and are you setting yourself up for
0: failure when you do stuff like that? Again, I try my hardest to try to think positive that. I'm not going to put all of my eggs in one basket to where I feel like if this basket is not the one I want, I can't walk away from it simply because I'm not going to find another basket.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I guess that's true. You could walk away from it, but it's only so much time.
0: I don't want anybody trying to make me feel like much
1: time we have left The older you get. The pool gets smaller. We already discussed that. So it's important. You can say like, oh, my forever is coming whenever it comes. And yeah, I believe that. But to say that it's not going to get harder as the pool gets smaller, that's ridiculous. It is going to be
0: harder.
1: <laughs> not impossible, but it will definitely it, okay. be Okay, it'll harder.
0: be a little more challenging, oh, but I, I just sure. think we need to be careful of trying to lock people in simply out of fear. You know what I'm saying? That they're not going to find something See,
1: that's not what else. I'm saying. I'm not saying lock in out of fear. I'm saying, do you go ahead with the thing that doesn't make sense on paper? for whatever reason. And when you do that and it later find, you later find out that it didn't make sense on paper, when you go forward to the next thing, do you try the thing that makes sense from a probability perspective? So if you get into some shit and it was only one F instead of three, and then it turns out to not work, do you then change your perception on things when you get back out here and say, all right, the number's going to need to be in my favor. It's going to at least need to make sense on paper. Hmm.
0: Or do you just keep moving without a, you know? Well, I think everybody needs to take some time in between to maybe refine that list again. But not, not what if it's important to you it's important to you, period.
1: Ooh, child! I, I hope I can't wait to play this podcast back to EJ. This episode specifically, baby, because when Why? I pull up with my uh my burger flipping, flipping um <laughs> patty daddy from Mickey D's, and we pull up in the in the jalopy this backfiring with the flat the donut on the back uh-huh. i don't want him that i don't what know you want, mean- this face you giving me i don't want it cuz when i tell you i'm in love that's all i want you to just just tell me well, if hey, right. he
0: moving your soul then what am i supposed to do? i ain't, I ain't got the fuck you finance you need. says the same person where's that next? <laughs> now that was she, different because she bringing e. up a, another situation that's gonna require another episode and we definitely gonna go back to that episode because that requires a whole episode by itself Oh, that gosh. was a trip
1: anyway he wasn't feeding me and ej took it we had. she a- didn't give a damn about none of the other episodes. she he was not feeding me Mm-mm. and she was
0: upset no so, yeah. Sure, why are you supposed well, to be looking out for your life? This, again, like I said, that is a whole nother episode. We is, need to unpack that. This
1: has been great. I am definitely, uh, it has definitely been eye-opening for me. I think I need to go revisit my list.
0: We guess. With so so what's on your that? list? We want to hear about your list. Is your list realistic to you? Is it um, where you're focusing on superficial things? And have you done the work? you know right. to to ask for the things that you're asking for you know
1: right because doing the work helps you manage your expectations
0: absolutely so that when you're out here again you're seeing people for who they are um on the inside and not focusing on the stuff that again comes and goes correct you know correct so this has been another episode of ATL watering hole um so the next episode we're thinking we want to do some kind of visual board for our 2021 cuz 2021 has been
1: Man, something 20, no 2020 has been 2020. Growing. Oh, my Don't bad. Do that. See, sorry. Wait, a Wait a minute. I take that back. Rewind supposed to be perfect 2020
0: vision. has been a trip, but we have managed, New baby. We have managed. So I we're going something. into saw 2021. <laughs> revamping,
1: revamp. Yeah, let's start out on the good foot. On we're the gonna good get, foot, we're gonna break out our art supplies, our glue, our uh, glue sticks. and we're Absolutely. It's popping.
0: Pop, popping, y'all.
1: Um, so, yeah, join us. Join us. Leave us messages what you want to hear about, what you want to talk about. Wateringhole
0: at gmail.com. We're looking forward to reading your uh, messages and things that you are looking forward to going into 2021.
1: And again, I am Lawana Fells, owner and managing attorney of the Fells firm. We specialize in criminal defense.
0: EJ Lee of EJ Lee Law Practice. We specialize in intellectual property, which includes copyright trademark registrations and monthly DIY courses. We believe in being creatively legal and a pink elephant in your industry, offering kick ass products that stand out from your competitors. My gosh. So, so yeah, yeah,
1: if you need us.
0: We're around. Get at us. We'll <laughs> leave our contact information in the description box. But, yeah, guys, uh, so manage your expectations out here. Don't ask Keith Samuels for no more advice, please. I
1: mean, the man
0: wasn't that wrong. But don't mm-hmm. call him
1: on the wrong day asking the right questions or the mm-hmm. wrong question. He's very testy.
0: Yes, because then um, he's going to give you a l- a little bit more than what you asked for. <laughs> yeah.
1: So Until right. next time, guys. Peace out. <laughs>